you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Roethlisberger stays in the gun. Slot to the left. He breaks that with motion to the right. By a receiver. Man, on second and goal. Throws. Oh, oh it's intercepted in the end zone. Shelby Harris. They had a little trouble with the exchange. He took the ball out of James Conner's stomach. And then, in the meantime, reared up and fired. And sagging back in coverage. The nose tackle, Shelby Harris, intercepts. And the Steelers' hopes of coming back here have just been dashed in a very loud fashion. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Black, what a way to end the holiday weekend with that Roethlisberger INT. Either way, hi and hello, football fans. Hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by Head and Shoulders. Coming to us in just a few minutes, one of the great defensive linemen on uh, the L.A. Rams, fresh off their 54-51 victory in front of the Thanksgiving holiday. Michael Brockers will look back at that game and look ahead to what remains for he and his Rams teammates. In the meantime, let's jump into NFL Week 12 with our main man. And breaking down that Steelers loss, the Jags, so on and so forth. Here comes Maurice Jones-Drew. Welcome, not to Studio 66. Instead, we are in our chairs, ready to take our tour. I can't do the uh, the, the, the magic why. carpet ride because I have a bad back again. I'm yeah. an old man, and yeah. I, I can't sit down on the floor How'd right now. How'd you hurt now. your back? I 
it's the saddest one of all. The voice you hear, of course, is uh, the Jaguars legend, who they could really use right no, about now. Oakland cash. Raiders and, of course, uh, one half of the great uh, broadcast team for the L.A. Rams. It's Maurice Jones-Drew. How are you, Maurice? Well, how's your back? How's your It's it? not good. I was sitting in a chair, Maurice. I was literally sitting in a chair, and it shifted what must have been about of a quarter of an inch, and I just all of a sudden I said to my girlfriend, uh-oh. And she was talking about something, and I said, no, my uh-oh, I don't think you're re- re- reacting properly. My back just went out. She said, how could that happen? You're sitting in a chair. And I said, it's because I'm old. Well, I, 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 well the other thing is, check. Yes. Why, why do you have a girlfriend right now? Why don't you just do right by her? And That's my business. In? That's not for you to worry about. Now I want you to get involved in someone <laughs> else's business. And we have a lot of things to talk about. We visited last week about your Jaguars. Yeah, You've been done. saying it's, it all it's... season long. I got to give you credit, Maurice. I have benefited from it because it it keeps happening on the Dave Damashek football program. But a lot of it has to do with one MJD breaking news. We'll get to what you've said about Levy and Bell since uh, day one of the season. You also foretold this season that the Jags were going to be in some trouble because of Blake. Yeah, well, you know, it really wasn't because of Blake. It was There was a lot of injuries that, that happened. You lose two left tackles, but the biggest injury was Leonard Fournette, not mm-hmm. having him for yeah. that stretch. Um, Blake you do is, see the difference. You see a you huge, get 27 back in there. It's a, a huge difference. Yeah. And so, um, you know, now with him being suspended or possibly suspended for a game, you're starting Cody Kessler. I mean, it's just so much where you fired your O.C., uh, there's rumor that Ben McAdoo was in Jacksonville at one oh, point. Oh, it's not a rumor. There's photographic yes, evidence. Yes, there is. There. And so, um, you know, it's just it's just a lot of stuff going on right now. And uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but you are, I mean, listen, what they do the Oh, they're done. They're season, done. They're done this year. they're yeah. done. I mean, if, if, to, be, to be completely honest with what I would have done uh, last year, and I thought the Jags were going to do it, if you want to be this running ground and pound team and play great defense, you have to double down on that. And you have to draft those type of players. So you should have drafted another running back. You should have drafted offensive linemen and defensive linemen. But you went in a different – it was weird kind of how they when they went and got DJ Chark, who's a great player. But you don't throw the ball like that. You don't throw the ball downfield. That's not your, your MO. Now, if you're trying to change to that – understandably so, but that's not what got you to the AFC Championship last year. It was defense and running the ball, and so you, I felt like they should have doubled down on Well, that. they also could add a nice QB instead of taking the kid out of Florida to build up the defensive line there. I just, I, I mean, like we've talked about, it to me is very strange in the 21st century NFL. I, I dig the idea of zigging when the rest of the league yeah. is zagging, but on the other hand, I mean, this, the, the premise of, like, as long as we get the lead, we're in good shape. Well, it seems, you seems, know, seems you know like know a silly about way to that? approach a game because you might fall behind sometimes. The Seattle Seahawks, that's what they've done. Yeah, but they had Russell, and that's no, the no, difference. No, no, I'm talking about well, that. that is this year, and, and, and I know a lot of uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers fans aren't very happy with Bucky Brooks, but Bucky actually made a great statement. You know who else does it? The New Orleans Saints do it a lot, too. They run the ball whenever they can. And they try to limit the exposure to their quarterback. Mm. And then when they need their quarterback to make the game-winning drive, he can make it happen for them uh, to use everyone else around him. And I think you see it with the Saints a lot as well. Drew Brees does a great job of throwing the ball, 
But most of the time on the first series, the first couple plays, they try to turn around and hand the ball off as much as they can to shorten the game and give Drew Brees a simple coverage or simple things to throw uh, at a defense. The Seattle Seahawks have done a great job with that, a team that yeah, we all have. had down. I mean, I had them winning five games this year. I, I definitely had them outside the playoffs. I was feeling bad for Russell Wilson looking around and Bobby Wagner looking around and saying, where did everybody go? They changed their scheme. They ch- they, they kind of swallowed their pride and said, you know what, instead of leaning on Russell Wilson every game, we're going to get three running backs. Mm-hmm. We're going to run downhill. We have this big offensive line. We're going to use them, and then when we need a play to be made, Russell Wilson will make that play. Fair for us. enough. They're still not in the playoffs, but a oh, big no, they, swing they, in the miss by me in the preseason. They're, they're going to they're they're they make it. Have you seen their schedule? Yeah, they they should get in. I'm just saying. I yeah, big. I, I'm just uh, right. admitting when I'm wrong. I say I'm wrong. Like that's good. Back. That's it. Now let's talk about 26. You were right about him all season long, but you are wrong if you think that the loss in Denver, as a for instance, is owed. To uh, some some defensive scheme that Vance nope, Joseph. Nope, you mentioned nope, Bucky nope, Brooks. Bucky, Why he's supporting this nonsense? Well, that Vance Bucky, Joseph, no, see, it worked. What we did, no, you destroyed no, them. No, but you only scored seventeen points. But you know, but that's not. What but happened, but they so this is this is this is goal line. Well, twice. this is this is the thing. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, a couple years ago, the Steelers were playing in San Diego. They were playing the Chargers, and the game was on the line. Time was running out, and Mike Tomlin. Without calling a timeout, they ran Wildcat. And who'd they give the, the ball to? 26, my favorite play of that season. Right. They Direct gave the ball to, they gave the the ball the to your best player. Now, in this situation, if if 26 was on the field, 26 would have got the ball in that situation. And now, all year we've been hearing how good James Conner has been. And I, he's been phenomenal. He's done a great job. I don't want people to think that I'm knocking him. This is less about him and more about the coaching staff mm-hmm. saying that they don't think he – is that player that 26 is. And that's the problem you have because now if I know all I can do is double team the two guys outside and make everyone else beat me, that's what we're going to do. And and now all of a sudden you can't, like AB's not having the numbers and the explosion that he has. Juju's making plays, yes. He had that big 97-yarder. Um, but those things end up start they start to compound in the playoffs, hmm. right? Because we know what playoff football is about, don't we? Yeah, I guess so. And so now all of a sudden, I guess so. But listen, I hear you and you've, you know, what? I don't know who, who's the OC again, Randy Fitchner. Yeah. Well, he needs to turn around and hand the ball off. No, you're right. Well, listen, it's also an RPO for seven in that spot. They've turned the reins over. That's what he wanted. What Roethlisberger wanted. The reason Todd Haley isn't there is because Roethlisberger wanted even more control of the offense. He is calling the shots out there more often than not. And that's an RPO. He decides to go to Juju. Uh, uh, Figner gets in his ear and says uh, on second down, run it here to Connor, which he does, doesn't get in, which is the right thing to keep spinning the clock so that the Broncos don't get the ball back and win on a field goal. Um, But that's a fascinating point you make that I hadn't really considered that, That, of course, they would have gone 26. No question. Standardly, if the game is the same, and it does indicate even the slightest lack of faith in in 30. and it's not about it's bit. not about connor it's not bit. about connor but it's it about, is about him because he's because of the fumbles you've got yeah, well, that's that, going that, that's the other issue you have right where Levion does it hasn't fumbled or right. do, doesn't fumble a lot i don't he fumbled I don't, a couple times yeah, last year but which it was a little off of it his, was like wow it's crazy right? right but um that that's a big issue and so with that being said like you learned a lot in that last minute of that game what teams think about you or what, what your coaches think about you on every player. Now, granted, you have A.B. out there. I understand that. But when you go back and you look at the history when 26 was there, 
in those type of situations, who got the ball? But a little, I, I hear you. But it a was little, either him or AB. Okay, right? but but as it stands in late November, early December of 2018, five games left for the Pittsburgh Steelers. A big one. They just drop a mile high. They got a tough schedule Stop coming be, up too. I agree. Stop being cute in that situation, and and do as I always say: put seven directly under center. And uh, and have some and use some boot action. It always works. Well, you're on the inside. You're on the inch yard line. Why don't you just do a QB sneak? Well, I was at the three because that was a little too far for him. No, not when he threw the pick. Wasn't at the three. It was. I thought uh, it was like at the one yard line. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, he couldn't have said. Yeah, it was a little bit too far. And maybe it was at about the two. Um, Last thing, Maurice. I think. See, you're you've been a football player your whole life, but still, I've been a philanthropist as well. That's true. You're you're. I, listen, there are many colors and in I, and I, and rainbow. I, to, I don't want to just paint you. I went as, to class uh, when I was brown. in college, like unlike some other people. You were what? I went to class. Did you really? Yeah, unlike some other admirable players. But you want to call anybody out? No, no, no. No. Um. The uh. What I what I think is great. We'll see. Now you talk about school. I think what Demarius Randall. And Baker Mayfield did the Hugh Jackson played out the reason that everybody is on one side of this thing. And some people are trying to get back at Baker. Oh, a hypocrite. Mm. Nonsense. He's not in a position of power when he leaves uh, Texas Tech. Hugh Jackson is in control of these things. I think he got fired. How is he in control? You get fired. You got fired. Oh, so you're on Hugh's side. So my this is my thing. It's a business, right? I can never get upset with anyone who loses their job and goes and finds a job elsewhere. Uh, I used to be, I used to be very upset with Ken Norton Jr. because he was a UCLA legend. Mm-hmm. I say was because he went to SC, and we don't, you know, some people back then, the new, the players in my generation, really, we kind of moved on from that. If you went to UCLA, you're not supposed to go to SC. But as I got older, I started to understand, like. That was a job, and he took that job offer. So now I, I'm trying to work it back in, but my Bruin, my Bruiners won't won't allow it. But you got fired. Seems seems like you're walking right on the edge there. And maybe no, no, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still against it. Like, oh, okay. If there was no like, I, I, I personally couldn't go to USC and coach there. I okay, well then you can understand why Baker Mayfield or anybody. No, I can't. I understand why he fell. Fine, this is not you college. can take the job, but you can understand that the Browns wouldn't like it. Well, don't the fire Brown? him then. Why? Well, the he got fired. Every, it's not like the it's not players like, have every right to but, feel betrayed. No, it's not. No, it's not because oh, yeah. look, there's no like he got fired. It's his right to find another job for him and his family, regardless. Oh, stop because it. yes, he's, he's so we don't. I, I had a player. I had how a player. will I survive? The, how will hey, I provide hey, Christmas presents this year? You never know. Come on. You never know. But <laughs> what I'm saying is this though: made a lot players, of money winning one players, game over two players, seasons. Players, players get traded. Players mm-hmm. get cut and they find places elsewhere. They go sometimes. They go to Pittsburgh. Joe Hayden. You're not that mad at Joe Hayden. I didn't see no one talk crazy to Joe Hayden after he left Cleveland, went to Pittsburgh. Okay, right. That's a fair. It point. goes. It goes. So so. And then for him to say that you were a walk on and you left a school and went to the better school to walk on, and then you want people to be like, oh, that's okay. Like no, like you're. That's a hypocrite. Right? At the end of the day, you're doing what's best for you. Hugh gets to do what's best for I him. I can't believe it, Maurice. You always surprise now, me I'm and okay not with, always favorably. I'm, I'm going to tell you yeah. what I'm okay with, though. I'm okay with Randall giving them the ball. I think that's completely that's fine. I think that that's all in the, that's in the game, and Hugh handled it well. And he I didn't think, know. He got pied in the face and didn't realize for a split second that he was the victim of the pie no, in the I face. Th- I thought oh, he thanks had, a lot for the ball. Oh, wait a second. He made me no, look like a bozo. he didn't say thanks a lot. He just he did what he you're supposed to do. He tapped him on the head. Yeah, that's one of your players. That's one of your former players. You have to do that. But 
I think the way Baker handled it at the end of the game shows his immaturity. Oh, that's really it. immature. I, I because am I'm gonna say this. Fan. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. If Hugh would have done that to Baker Mayfield, we would be livid at Hugh because you have to do better. <laughs> you have to do this. Too. And so and so in that situation, if I just always put myself in the person that gets poo pooed on, mm -hmm. you know, in in his shoes or her shoes, and I would have snatched Baker Mayfield. I would have snatched him and I would have brought him in. I would have forced him to be uncomfortable. And then I would have whispered something in his ear, something along the lines of, when we play you again, have this same energy. When I see you again, have this same energy that you have right now. Because a lot of guys are front runners. They do this because they know nothing's going to happen on the field. There's cameras everywhere and these things happen. But, you know, it's always a, a – you. I just think that was very unprofessional. You're in the Mayfield. bourgeoisie, apparently, and I still fight for the proletariat. I think the working man – I uh, should all support man? this. The number one pick? Yeah, that's You drafted him number one. Listen, get based on the way it's the, structured, he's so, a working so man. So now he's a working and man. I love, he's not I the love, work. I love you him high the you boss. You were just telling me. You were just telling me. Hey, boss. Hey, guess what? Hugh, I'm not, Jake, I'm you, not hugging Hugh's you. Not, no, he's not the boss. You got fired. I'm just telling you. So, it's Shaq, very, how many, it, it is our, a fantasy played out for every working man who's ever been fired. In our business. In our business. Anybody who's ever been fired had to love Baker Mayfield. In our in our business, how many people leave the network and go different places? I don't know, but I'll tell you this: how anybody many, who's how ever many been people? fired lit would love the opportunity for the old boss to be like, "Hey, great to see you playing yeah, well." If, like, if, yeah, it has nothing to do with you. If, if I'm not giving Baker you any Mayfield, credit. If Baker Mayfield would have got cut, then yes, I understand that, and went to a different team. That, is, but when your boss is fired and he goes to another team, and you may have some some you know there may be some things that you pillow talk to your girlfriend and stuff like that, and that's what that's times for. When you're in the bed in the confines of your home to do that, you don't do that out in public. I thought it was because funny. this is because this is the issue. This is the issue. They have to play them again. That's right. And and you, and, and if Hugh acts like I like I would, people would be really upset with you. Okay, but I'll just say this: I am a Steelers fan. Obviously, I am not inclined to like the Browns. But I got to say, if I were a Browns guy, I would be so. Uh, so jazzed that my QB just did this. That's what that team needs. They need some no. sass. They that, need some spunk. That, that He's giving it. Not He's not gonna, rolling over. He's like, no. Sass isn't going to get, like, it's about being a professional. Because no, I, was, I think chip I was on told, the shoulder stuff I was told awfully once, good. I was, told, I was told once in my career that, remember, not everyone plays for the same team their whole career. And you may be coming to Hugh to get a job in a couple of years if you don't pan out. If I'm you and you're coming to me to get a job, oh, we're gonna get poo pooed. We're all we're going everyone's gonna get poo pooed on this situation. I'm gonna poo poo all over the room. I think because I'm gonna make sure that you feel the way I felt on national television. All right, maybe it's short sighted, but I think it was funny that on either side of him not hugging Hugh Jackson, he does hug Vontez Perfect and Joe Mixon. Well, Joe, him and Joe Mixon, they they went to school know, together, and funny. they that same year they both got in their little situation. I know so. that's why it's funny that the, that on either side of that, those two guys are all right because he knows. That Hugh Jackson cannot impact his career negatively going forward. Come on. I, I'm oh, I'm going to say this too. I'm going to break some more news. Okay, for you. go you ahead. Ready? Hugh Jackson will be the next head coach for the Cincinnati Bengals. I agree with that. I think that, you and you know what? As I mentioned earlier, I'm a Steelers fan. I celebrate that move, and I hope the Browns hire Greg Williams because they're playing so great under him. Please, yeah, they got the same that, record as the Packers. Let that be my Christmas present 2018. They got the same record as the Packers. Those two guys. That would be the best. All right, Maurice, always great stuff, even always. though you were wrong about a third of the time, no, at least here in this on. conversation. But uh, go off into the day and enjoy yourself. And congratulations on beating the Jags. 
hopefully, I hope they all farewells for you. That takes a lot of guts. That's classy. Maurice Jones Drew. You're listening to Dave Damashek. You're listening to Dave Damashek. You're listening to Dave Damashek. All right, here we go. This is uh, this is exciting. A little more than a week after we stood right there on the field for. I don't think it's hyperbole to say the craziest pro football game, at least regular season one, that uh, that these two eyes have ever seen. A guy who's played a prominent role for these L.A. Rams. It's Michael Brockers. What's happening, man? How you doing? How you doing? Thanks for having me. Well, I'm better now that I'm seated next to you. So let's start there, why don't we? And then we'll expand out. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving mm-hmm. since that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, got a week, whole week off, you know, um, with a victory. I mean, there's nothing else you could ask for going into Thanksgiving into uh, playing a game like that and come out victorious and get a whole week off. Well, what about that? What was it like to – were you guys at any point in the second half kind of on the sidelines? Were you saying, like, this is the craziest game I've ever been in? Um, not, Like, not really. Honestly, like, I wasn't even – thinking about like okay we gave up 51 points <laughs> like that's not that's not good you know but just thinking of like man they have so many great athletes on their team you know that quarterback is tremendous like what else can we do you know mm-hmm. we, we we get you know get penalties here and there you know it's like man this is the league this is this is what they want it's almost as a defender you're like oh here we go you know it's just like you got to just fight through that. I've heard a fair amount of that kind of cynicism, like everything skews offensive. Mm-hmm. But to your to your other point, though, it feels to me like everybody wants to be cynical and say, this isn't real football yeah. because of the point totals and everything else. Mm-hmm. But like you say, to me, those people are missing out on these are. So, uh, but uh, we'll talk about your guys, Gurley and otherwise. But I mean, Mahomes and uh, and Tyree Kill. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen their equal on a football field anywhere? I've never seen like the, the way, raw talent. The I mean. raw talent and uh, the speed that uh, Tyree Kill moves at is unbelievable. I've never seen a guy move that fast like in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, just how just how fast he is and in and out of his routes. And Mahomes' arm is ridiculous. So. Um, you know, it's crazy. They have a crazy. Is it? Team. I mean, is it fair to say the the only comp that I can come up with there are probably eight or ten guys I've watched over the years who have that kind of whip that I mean they can they can throw it to anywhere on the field, but it's the ease with which only Aaron Rodgers is the guy that I that I, I can think of who who just seems like it with with a flick of a wrist mm-hmm. it can be on a rope 50 yards downfield right right and when he reared back i think what was that like a 75 yard pass or whatever and that ball was in the air you mm-hmm. know maybe three seconds you know that's just how tight it was you know and and on the money he didn't have to break stride or anything like that so man just watching that in real person is just like um, I was amazed well fun what wasn't fun what was fun for a second because I was taking a selfie with like a minute left in the game Mm -hmm. and it was great and uh, as I'm taking a selfie I notice out of uh, in the background there's a a flashing gold running towards me and Mm -hmm. I realize wait a minute the ball's coming this way and it's Gerald Everett catching it and running it into the end zone Uh I want to show you how that ended there I know you you saw the uh, that it ended in a touchdown but Uh uh, but then after that, you see my hand. I reach in there. The hi-hat from Gerald McCoy. He doesn't – I mean, from uh, Gerald Everett. Uh-huh. 
doesn't want to high five me. How right. say you? Will you will you speak with him? Man, come on, G. Come yeah. on, G. We can't we can't do the fans like that, bro. We got yeah. we got everybody everybody needs love, man. Yeah, I mean that hurt my feelings, you know. Yeah, man, everybody needs love. Then everybody saw it and they made fun of me. And yeah. you know, how was I supposed to feel? That's an awkward position to be in. Yeah. And it's also awkward the one where somebody's like walking to you and talking and you're like and they're talking to the person behind you, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awkward. That's like yeah. equal. Like, so yeah, everybody needs love, man. Yeah, including me, Gerald Everett. <laughs> Come on, G. Yeah, score the big touchdown. You forget somebody man. you've never met before. Right. Yeah, you want to. Um, now, uh, one more thing about that game, or in general, uh, you get the lineup next to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, Indomitian Sue, Dynamite, you, Dynamite. But Aaron Donald is I, is simply the best defensive player I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, just like uh, you said, dynamite, dynamite, and like nuclear bomb. I think he would, you know, he would be, he's just like, he will hit home. And it's just until, it's always like, he's just waiting. You know, it's a waiting game. Like, okay, yeah, he's going to get there. He's going to get there. He's setting his guy up. You know, he, he's, he's going to get there. So, man, it's just all about, you know, executing, man. I love playing with this man, you know, uh, you know, people's like, oh, man, you know, they never talk about you. I mean, man, I'm a team player because it makes us both better, you know. So when you got a guy pushing the pocket and he's winning his one-on-ones, hitting home, man, it makes the team better. So that's what all I'm, that's all I'm focusing on. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely would imagine that, uh, you know, you're the high-end LSU guy right. playing in big games from the age of 18 on and everything else, and you're used to being the man. I, I would get that that might ding your e- ego a little bit, like, what about me? But uh, as far as that goes, what do you make of the fact that um, – I have a theory that I'll share with you. Why is this defense not just lights out? Why mm-hmm. is it not just a shutdown defense given the pieces that uh, that are out there? Uh, man, the, the this league is hard to win in, man. And, and we have a, a bunch of talent, you know, on the offensive side of the ball who's you know who who can get in the end zone, and uh, I think I think the media had a big part to do with it too, man. They just tried to make this, oh man, the on paper with these guys here and there, they should be number one and this and then. Now they have everybody believing we should be number one. When it, man, it's hard to win in this league. People mm-hmm. don't understand that. Uh, even with, with with great talent on your team, you, you have to execute um, every Sunday and, and be on top of your game, and, and or some people are gonna take advantage of you. So I think that's what it is, man. You know, we just have to do a better job of executing you hinted at what my theory is mm-hmm. you said you have an offense that scores a lot of points mm-hmm. not only do they score a lot of points mm-hmm. which puts the opponent in a let's throw the ball around True. that's going to yield the higher point totals but mm-hmm. also the rams offense scores so quickly you True. guys are always up against it is that Man. is that fatigue you can't really go in the locker room afterwards and say our offense <laughs> is scoring too quickly that's the answer right no 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 i mean i, I think our offense does a great job at, at scoring quickly when they need to when we get them the ball back you know, um, turnover situations, stuff like that. But uh, when we need a four-minute drive or something like that, offense can put it together. They're dink and dunk you all day until until your defense is uh, huffing and puffing. And I think that's what McVay. Uh, I mean, that's his that's his dream to get your defense huffing and puffing, and you, he's putting up as many points as he wants to. As awesome and uh, historic and everything else as this season has been for you guys to this point, mm-hmm. coaches say that all the time, and it is valid as, uh, as we come up here on December. You guys haven't really done anything yet. What mm-hmm. is the buzz from McVay, from uh, from Wade, and uh, and you guys yourselves in the locker room about 
where you're seated now as it stands right now you gotta if nothing changes you have to go to new orleans right. how big is your focus on trying to get back that one seat um i mean i i really we really don't focus on the seats like hmm. i don't even know where, where we rank you know it's all about um each week and who we need to focus on i try my hardest not to to read you know your newspaper clippings or read into the articles or where we're standing because you know they, they'll build you up and, and and destroy you just as fast so i try to my heart is just to focus on each week and, and each opponent. Is it what is it so it does not loom to you as a much tougher path to the Super Bowl than let's say the Saints or anyone else coming through the Coliseum versus you guys having to make a return trip out to the Superdome? I'm sure that's fun for you, right? Personally, I mean, to get back and go to Bayou. It. Yeah, I mean, I haven't even thought about it, bro. Really, I haven't even thought about it. I'm focused on the Lions and then whoever we have after that and whoever we have after that. That's it, man. I mean, I think that's just. That's how this team rolls, man. It's, huh. It was. It's hard to say. Oh man, we enjoy, you know, this season. It's, it's, you know, we enjoy winning, and it feels good going home, and you're, you're winning, you're ten and one, you know. Um, but it also feels good, you know, going into work, executing the game plan, and also not having that stress of uh, focusing. On, oh man, we're number one. Who we'd have to play? Are we going to Super Bowl? It, it just that's too much to, to focus on as a team. So we just focus each week, uh, we on a week to week basis. Hmm. Well, you're clearly a man of high fashion. Mm-hmm. Your shirt uh, tells me that alone, <laughs> the uh, the skulls on there. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of fashion-based questions for you. Best Rams uh, get up. Best Rams get up as far as uh, who, who dresses the best? No, who's who's uh, which uniform do you like best? The white ones, um, the throwback gold? My my best uniform for me, and this has always been, I've been here seven years, is uh, a white top, blue bottom. Um, I think it's our way. Uh, jerseys always like that it's just something you know that's simple but but clean about that pristine about that jersey combination well when i think about uniforms and you say a white jersey maybe that's because of your lsu roots go mm-hmm. white at home true, like that true. that we're not trying to make a case for lsu getting mm-hmm. into the final four oh we? here we go here that we doesn't go. make sense here we, we, we can't have that <laughs> here we go i knew you were gonna bring who it deserves it who deserves that fourth spot Man, I don't know. And if I tell you uh, I watch college football, I'll be lying. Uh, I just know Alabama is, uh, has a cheat code this year. And uh, <laughs> and whoever, you know, the championship goes to, it goes to them first. Um, the other fashion question I have, this is more of a cause at this point, a campaign mm-hmm. I've been on for uh, for uh, the entire season. You know, uh, you know, you're D.C., of course, um, mm-hmm. you know, funny guy, cool guy, all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Is he as delightful as he seems? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And guy, guy from Houston, I have to I have to love him. He's from Houston, Texas, a Texan. So um, but but, you know, a guy that that is well known in this industry mm-hmm. uh, has no ego uh, and treats everybody the same. And you and he's going to respect you. Uh, just as you know, you respect him, and you just you just love playing for a guy like that. He really, yeah, he he, he seems like the genuine article, not unlike his father, who is uh, for for I would imagine for football fans in Houston, a great legend, Bum mm-hmm. Phillips, mm-hmm. used to walk the sidelines in a ten gallon hat mm-hmm. and the cowboy boots and the western shirts yeah. and everything else. I have gotten in touch with Wade mm-hmm. and said one game. 
Why don't you right. just go out and, and like like uh, like your dad? Why don't right. you Why don't you go out there, walk around the field? Maybe even if it's just in the warm up, mm-hmm. just walk mm-hmm. around in the ten gallon hat, hat and cowboy boots. How say you, Michael Brockers? Uh, I think so. I yeah. think just one time, one time, just, just uh, once is all just, I'm asking. And, it, and it's, it's nothing, you know. Funny, it's just respect, you know. For That's Bob, all. Just to just you know just show him some respect, yeah. So I think it'd be dope, you know, ten gallon hat, go back down to you know. The Cowboys or Houston and wear it. That'd be dope. The good news is Wade has uh, responded me to the to the extent that he said he's gonna do it at some point. Mm. He he doesn't like that Nike says like you can't do it during the game because of the rules. But he said maybe in the warm ups. Yeah. Maybe if Michael Brockers gets in his ear, that'll push it across the okay. goal line. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. What do you think about that? Maybe it might be a little bit of whispering here and there. You know. I'd so, appreciate it. Some you could coach pass whispering. <laughs> <laughs> Um, last thing for you, uh, do you lift? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you lift. really? Yeah, yeah. Do you lift weights? Yeah. That's good because a lot of your game, specifically your position, work, uh, depends on your strength. So yeah. Good. Yeah, so from you, the legs, legs, arms, everything back, you, you have to be, yeah, total bottle, to, total body strength, yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, if you, you know what, actually I'm going to put you on the spot now. Ah, uh, here we go. I have one more question for you. I do every week. I mm-hmm. do my uh, my top 100 player rankings by okay. week. If the season ended right now, here's who. By my top... w- each week, you do 100 well, I players. Well, update it. I don't change it too oh, okay, much. Okay, like, okay, okay, uh, gotcha. Gurley's been up there all mm-hmm. season. I only move him around a couple spots here and there. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have to have the vote mm-hmm. just on the Rams because every team does it. Right. Who Who's going to win the Rams MVP as voted on by Rams players this season? Uh, if it was up to me, and this is for for all the dirt, dirty boys out there, the O line, O line wins. Is MVP. that right? O line wins Whitworth. MVP. Whitworth, uh, uh, Austin Blythe, uh, uh, Roger Saffold, Jonathan Sullivan, uh, and, and my guy Rob Havistein, the fridge. Hey. MVP, shouts out, real MVP. I can't believe it. He yep. went off. He went completely off. Yep. Book. He went in uh, with the writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come in with the with the boys in the trenches, man. We, you know they don't get it as much uh, attention as they need, mm-hmm. but you know we we know who we rocking with when when the time comes uh, and the time calls. Well, listen, Michael Brockers, continued success. Good health to you all the way through the holidays. Have a happy one. Thank and have you, you, a happy you. postseason as well. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, bring a, uh, a Lombardi to I Los know, Angeles. Right? People that's would a, like that quite a that's bit. That's our goal. That's our goal. Wouldn't sure. it be cool if it were Chargers and Rams? Uh, nah, that is, that is, nah. That'd be kind of fun. Nah, not really. Nah, I'm not. I'm not digging in. I think you should have two teams, two different, two different states, and they bring, you know, they bring them into where is it at this year? Atlanta. Atlanta. Well, you you're not uh, lying. You really don't look ahead at no, all, huh? Nope, nope, not at all. So yeah, I love it. Be dope. Uh-huh. All right. Well, uh, uh, good for you. Like I say, good uh, continued success. And like you say, everybody needs attention, including me, Gerald Everett. Next time when I do this to you, you give me the high Come five. On, man. And then Wade, let's get him in that 10-gallon hat, right? Right. True, true, true facts. Thank you, Thanks, boss. Michael Brockers. I appreciate it. There he is. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, we'll talk to you later in the week for Maurice Jones-Drew and for Michael Brockers. We'll talk to you down the road. Until then, it's been A Thin Slice of Heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.